Welcome to the Inspiring Humans podcast. We are so happy to have you listening. My name is Stephanie Willard, and this podcast is a platform to showcase the incredible human spirit. On this podcast, I'll be interviewing people from all over the world and all walks of life who will be sharing with us their personal dreams and their dreams for the future. I believe that through coming together and creating community, incredible things are possible. In fact, anything is possible. And I hope that this podcast is a launch pad for creating the new world that we want to see that will have humanity free, thriving and living in their full self-expression. Inspiring Humans podcast, I have my friend Asanga Godamuna uh, beaming in from Sri Lanka and I'm super excited Asanga to finally connect with you and to have a conversation and share your amazingness with the podcast listeners. Asanga is, I'd love to kind of describe Asanga as a person first and he is an incredible human with just an incredible spirit of generosity and I first Met you, Asanga, I remember all those years ago when I was looking for volunteers for Seven Women, my charity, and uh, we needed expertise in photography to take photos of all of our products that the women were making in Nepal. And we were very much in the beginning stages and I very much had no idea really what I was doing, but as different people came into the fold and as I met different um, incredibly generous people like yourselves who donated their time, we built solid foundations for Seven Women, which now is a thriving, uh, you know, um, charity in Nepal that's benefited thousands of lives. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all of those hours that you donated. And I remember you coming to my house in Ivanhoe in my back garage, you know, with your camera kit and me getting all the products, you know, out of the big containers and trying to trying to get them in the right light. Um, and we had a lot of fun as well. So thank you and welcome today on the podcast. Thank you very much for that uh, uh, introduction about me. Right? I really appreciate it. So what I, what I love about you, I'll just give a quick background about what you're doing in Sri Lanka. You went back to Sri Lanka then after your time in Australia and were, well, actually you had a business in fair trade um, clothing yeah. and textiles with using yeah. fair trade tools. So yeah, I'll actually, hand to you and you can give a bit more of an in-depth explanation. Yeah. Uh, the thing is that the, actually the fair trade, uh, I, I don't have that fair trade, uh, what do you call it, the, the accreditation or the uh, thing. The only thing that I can say is that I'm uh, I'm doing my trade in uh, the way that I feel that this is the ethical way to do it. And so uh, uh, most of the things that I'm doing is uh, uh, in the beginning, we were doing handloom uh, uh, fabrics uh, in Sri Lanka. Uh, there are a lot of uh, fabric manufacturers in, but uh, I, uh, at that time I was a uh, young, very, very, that just little experience. I have started a handloom uh, manufacturing with a, uh, two, one weaver and a, uh, there's one loom. So we were mainly doing uh, handwoven saris in the beginning. But uh, uh, the at the time that 
the designs and the way that I was making was really appreciated here. Uh, but uh, after a certain time that I have left Sri Lanka to Melbourne uh, for a two years time uh, for my personal commitment. Uh, then uh, at that time also we were tried a little bit hard to uh, keep the, the wheel running. Uh, but after two years, then I came back and uh, we were uh, restart everything. Uh, now it's like it's not a big business, but uh, we are like uh, we are doing a very very small scale business. But it's uh, going on. We'll see what's happening in the future. The only thing is the pandemic is a bit uh, hitting us badly. Uh, the fabric sourcing, even the weaving, the, even now we are in a lockdown. Uh, there are a few setbacks, but uh, let's see. Yeah, I can understand it might be challenging during this time running a small, you know, scale business as it is for so many people. Um, but yeah, so my understanding is you've got like a, a you make fashion saris, is that correct? Yeah. And what with the like the looms, like from scratch. Yeah, from the yarn to the uh, end of the fabric. We actually the process is uh, usually uh, we were designing. Uh, I'm designing the uh, total uh, fabric, like how it comes, how the texture should be, how the colors and patterns uh, must need to be done. Then I'm uh, giving in a, uh, the draft mode to the weaver uh, with the yarns. Uh, then uh, they were developing the fabric. Uh, and there's a few uh, technical expert, uh, uh, one of my uh, ladies that uh, Mrs. Veera Singer and she's really working hard on it and uh, with their support I'm most of the time getting out of what I need mm -hmm. and uh, afterwards like uh, the last year we were started uh, like uh, what you call uh, hangers uh, with the hand looms and one of my friend is actually in Melbourne he's trying to uh develop a business there and uh, with interior so he's the my first uh, uh like uh, for somebody from so, for inside and uh, he was a uh, order few hand uh, handloom uh, wall hangers and uh, again i have done some designs for uh, uh hand woven uh, cushion covers and uh, uh, few designs for Sri Lankan uh, hotel industry uh, under the uh, uh, Mr. Architect Jana Daswata's uh, project, and uh, that's how we're uh, going on. Well, I have a lot of admiration for the business that you're in, and also starting a business like that because I understand just through building seven women and creating products from scratch. You know, it's um, it's it's challenging on so many levels because if you you know if you're focusing on the local market then there's so many other products available that are machine yeah. made and that people are you know obviously watching their dollars especially now during the last you know year and a half two years it's quite challenging for people and that appreciation for uh, handmade things i think especially in the west is not so much there uh, maybe it's coming back in certain areas but it's you know we're living in a, a world based on money and sometimes people choose a cheaper option over the 
And especially yeah, if they the, don't have appreciation for handmade goods. Not, not, not actually. The, like, there is appreciation. There are a certain segment of uh, uh, people in society that appreciate hand, handloom and craft. Uh, the problem is that uh, this is not nice to say, but the, we have a lot of things come from like uh, China, and uh, the they were like uh, they can be manufactured uh, like very uh, lower uh, cost. Uh, so uh, the cost factor is a main thing uh, in uh, especially in uh, our uh, our region. Uh, so people uh, tend to buy uh, the most. Uh, cheaper thing that they can buy. Uh, but there are people who appreciate uh, there is a business, but uh, we cannot uh, afford to uh, cater for the whole set of uh, people in Sri Lanka. It's a bit hard. And, uh, and the people's attitude towards the product, because uh, uh, like uh, they, they want to have a product that uh, like manufacture properly and uh, very smoothly, but uh, long lasting there are things but uh, the craft is we have to accept that sometimes they were eco-friendly but they were not last long not like plastic there is a tendency to uh, decay uh, but uh, that things people has to accept uh, but uh, there are issues with that that we have to educate people to buy craft uh, especially the common uh, crowd, uh, like there are special crowd that they appreciate their as a craft, as a design. They they appreciate the things that we do, but uh, there is a another segment of uh, society that uh, they appreciate, but they are not uh, willing to pay that price. Uh, without them, without paying that uh, price, we cannot move on because we have to pay. Like we have to educate sometimes that. Uh, the weavers also need to be living. They they have to uh, make a living, so we have to uh, pay their wages properly. Otherwise, it no no point of uh, doing a handcraft and uh, making money that uh, the other the people uh, uh, chain cannot be uh, survive with it. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, Asanga, I'm just I'm interviewing a lot of different people that have supported Seven Women on the Seven Women edition of this podcast, and we've had a few, um, you know, volunteers, but also funders and donors and uh, sponsors on already. But I haven't um, I haven't had someone on that was a volunteer way back when when you volunteered. So I'd love to just hear what was your experience, and you can share a bit about what you were doing in Melbourne at that time as well and what what kind of interested you about seven women and what was your experience i know that i was probably a lot more crazy back then and rushing around a lot faster i feel like i've calmed down a lot since then so <laughs> but yeah uh, what was your experience and feel free to be honest actually uh, uh, my time at uh, melbourne was uh, honestly i was a uh, making a small living with the my wife is doing a, her a master's there so I was just with her for like side support <laughs> uh, so that time that I, I was trying to uh, look around Melbourne and learn about Melbourne uh, because uh, it's a it's a total different uh, world that uh, that we are uh, actually that we are living at the moment uh, so uh, at that time I was when I 
met you uh, and uh, you when you introduced about the seven women the way you uh, try to do thing that uh, really uh, inspire me to like it's almost the same way of thinking as me so i felt that it is something uh, uh, i need to like uh, helping your project in selenium even the photographing that uh, i felt that i was doing the same thing that i've done in sri lanka uh, it's it it was it, it is more like you letting me be myself to do something uh, for somebody else it's it's really helping somebody else so i felt really inspiring and uh, i really like it well that's good uh, and I think we actually met, I can't remember how we first met. Can you? I think it was at a fair trade festival. Fair trade festival at uh, Federation Square. Square. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, even that is, uh, I was volunteering myself and my wife both. Uh, she was volunteering in some uh, other uh, separate, totally separate segment. I was volunteering in photography. So that's how we met. And uh, I also photographed some of the things there. And afterwards, uh, you asked me to uh, photograph your products. That was a really good time. Yeah, it was. And I loved having you part of the, um, the team at that stage. Yeah. Um, so for those who are listening and like, how is it in Sri Lanka? Can you share a bit of your life there? Where are you exactly? And what, what, what's it like in Sri Lanka on a day-to-day -day basis, especially during this time? At the moment, uh, the, are you asking me with the pandemic and the lockdown so uh yeah and just generally i've been i was in sri lanka ages ago and it was just it was so beautiful there i loved it the beaches and you know it was yeah things bit of change uh, while we were returning the highways were built when 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 i was uh when i was coming to melbourne uh the highways and the things were like uh, they were starting to uh, work on now there are highways there are uh, and uh, there are development in a, like what do you call materialistic way there are pretty big development but uh, with the pandemic uh, it's hitting us really hard uh, not like uh, melbourne or any other country that we with the lockdown, we were uh, restricted to stay at home, but there are people uh, going outside. Uh, but uh, what do you say? The country is beautiful as, as usual mm. that we see. I, I don't think there are much. Uh, the war is over. The people are, uh, what do you call not happy but uh, they are going on i i cannot say that the things like you know like it's a bit, bit uh, <laughs> i don't know actually what to say like we, we are uh, we have issues we have problems but uh, we are somehow surviving mm. yeah and i think I think countries like Sri Lanka, and I know definitely in Nepal, there's, you know, you've had 
disasters in the past and like poor Nepal, you know, has had the earthquake and um, Sri Lanka was affected by the tsunami. And there's a lot, there's a lot of um, things in society where you, you kind of social networks are important and you're entrepreneurial and you're good problem solvers. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah, I can, I can see how, um, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Just day to day, we have to, we have to continue to live and continue to work out solutions for current times, you know, everywhere yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, actually we are living on, it's more like that we are living on day to day basis that we, we don't know what, what's coming up next. Uh, there are there are for like every week there is a new issue every week there is a, uh, a new problem to solve uh, and uh, as you said the, the social network is more important here not like uh, in any any other project in, in any any kind of a project that uh, if you if you need, you need to have a proper network to thrive otherwise uh, not only your talent or your back, back, uh, you you cannot survive on with only with your talent. Mm. You have to have a network. It's I think uh, it's uh, true to any kind of society, but in here it's special. Mm. Yeah. So and what about your life on a day to day basis? What are you currently doing there? Are you working in the business every day, and um, what, what's what's it like? It looks like you're living um, near the beach. Is that right? I can kind of no, see no. a little. Yeah, it's, no, it's actually we are living in uh, my uh, in-laws uh, uh, residence uh, uh, my uh, wife's parents uh, my day-to-day -day basis is uh, like uh, I'm uh, I felt that this is totally different something that uh, what we need to is live happily so uh, my my all uh, were my whole projects and all the things are based on that uh, philosophy so I, I do not take a lot of projects i do not uh, actually i don't have a lot of projects but i'm i have a pretty good uh, lineup that what i'm doing so uh, i know that uh, after one project there is another thing to come up so i'm not uh, i'm not in a race that i'm uh, not as a, no, actually not as most of my friends or colleagues i'm not in a race i'm living on my times and my uh, my timetables my uh, my work preferences uh, that way my, i'm i can uh, uh, focus my work as well as my uh, my time with my kid my parents and all so uh, that that's how i felt that uh, i need to work Till I die, that's how I, uh, I I do not need to have a very stressful life. So I I, I always restrict to a few few projects, and uh, uh, I need to have time to reading, listening music, uh, watch something, uh, play with my kid, and uh, so uh, that's how I plan out a whole week. Usually I do plan out the total week. Uh, for what to do, then I know uh, if I pick out those uh, tasks that I plan to do, then I'm a successful week. Sometimes I do, uh, so there are times that I'm not uh, uh, complete all the tasks, but uh, most of the time, more than 50% I achieve. <laughs> 
That's amazing. Yeah, I think sometimes we can think that we're capable of doing way more than is physically possible. But I love I love the way that you uh, your philosophy on life. You know that we have to have joy and that we have to plan for you know the time that means the most to us as a family and. That's, I think that's really important, a really important message, especially, you know, in today's world where sometimes we can get so busy and, like, we're at the mercy of external forces where, no, this is our own life and we can, we're in control of our own life. And if we're not um, happy and it's not bringing us joy, then we need to change what we're giving our attention and time to. So I love that philosophy that you've got. And... You are a very positive person and, you know, I remember um, just your energy is very positive and that's probably because you give yourself time to, uh, you know, give attention to what is important to you, like your, your family and your kids and, yeah, reading and watching what you like and, and that sort of thing. And I love how you said that you, you know, you don't need a lot of projects. It's not like you're always striving for bigger, bigger, bigger and better. It's like you choose the projects that you want to work on and yeah if if we are going to work until you know we're older then we've got to have fun along the way and do, do it our way as you said exactly. I love that yeah amazing so um I, this is the, kind of the last question um and then you can share anything else that you want to share but uh, I always like to ask people what is the legacy that you want to leave in life um I don't know if you've thought of that before but um yeah I think maybe you kind of answered it in your last question yeah I like people remember me as I don't know there is one generation might remember but uh, the whoever they remember me as a good human being as a good friend and a good father or good son mm. I think that's enough for me that's good. And um, I think you've already achieved that. Even before you. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so it's not a legacy. You're leaving it every day. No, that's, that's perfect. I think, you know, that's, that's, um, if everyone had that goal, the world would be a very different place. So um, yeah, amazing. And is there anything else that you wanted to share? Yeah, for that, uh, to add on to that, that most of the thing, uh, time people, uh trying to build their legacy not uh, what the like not people want to change the world but they are not willing to change themselves mm. so if you are if everyone can change themselves uh, to a, like uh, to make a happy world or happy not world you can make a if you can make a happy living in a happy home if everyone trying to do that, uh, the world can will be changed. So I think that that is the main thing that even even with the pandemic that we were locked down, I thought uh, people will uh, like uh, have a little break for their race. And actually, we are doing a very speed uh, driving uh, throughout our life throughout our life but uh, but after one year that i realized the people are driving more faster than before like even with the home that they were like uh, doing the 
if they were working uh, as usual they were going to office and they were coming they have time at least for driving now they were like uh, starting their day to end they were doing meetings and they working and from home that they don't have much time for themselves even with the lockdown they were like speed up their life right that's uh, that's not not the way to live it need to be changed that's how i feel mm. that's it that's a really um really interesting point i thought everyone was just slowing down like i did i didn't realize people were going double speed <laughs> even more um but yeah, yeah. I felt in the first the, like the first the last year I felt that people are going down then they are they are realizing that uh, this is not the way but now they are not most of the friends that I my colleagues that I uh, talk uh, they were really busy even with this pandemic I I can't say that it's not necessary but with their companies their workloads and uh, the world is uh, driving very fast well i think they're very very wise words um asanga especially because you know if we're busy 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 the whole time we can't be present and we yeah. you know miss the magic of life and it's hard to kind of connect to nature and that sort of thing and i think that's you know that that's that's when we kind of just stare in awe at nature and when we get our inspired ideas and uh, you know the, the magic really starts to happen i think when when we give it when we give ourselves space to kind of be calm in the present moment and uh, yeah just see see what's next on our path i think that's very very important and um, yeah well it's good to be busy i think you mentioned a really a really crucial point so Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Um, and I think you really um, embody that yourself. You really walk your talk, what you're sharing with us and your philosophy, you do that. You're not just kind of preaching what you don't do. So that's my experience of, of you as a person too. So I think that's very powerful too for people around you to see how you live your life and take inspiration from that as well. And uh, yeah, just very, um, a very powerful message there as well about we need to, you know, we need to be the change, uh, which, you know, is what I was just referring to. And then that changes others, you know, it needs to start with us. And I think, um, you know, I think, um, and even, even just kind of referring back to seven women, you know, when I was a teenager and wanting to get out there and make a difference in the world and, you know, help, the women that I met in Nepal, we've done a great job with that, but I've realised also in my journey and as I've matured into an older human that it, it absolutely starts with us. You know, if we're not living our joy and living our passion, which I was, that's why I was, you know, I've been so full of energy my whole life because I have been aligned with what lights me up and what I'm passionate about. But that's, that's what we need to do as humans, I think, just find what is our joy and find that balance that you were just talking about, you know, with family and work. And, and, uh, and then we have that energy and life force to give out to others and, and we're able to be positive and able to be a positive influence on others. So, 
Um, I think that I, I really resonate with all of that that you've just shared with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. And it's just so exciting to know that we can, you know, connect your in Sri Lanka, Australia. Um, and yeah. I hope to see you in person again one day. Yeah, sure. Thanks for listening to our Inspiring Humans podcast. And I hope you enjoyed the show. If you have any inspiring human in mind that you would like to nominate, please reach out and let us know. Also, you're very welcome to become part of our Facebook group called Inspiring Humans, where you can connect with incredible people from around the globe. Uh, thirdly, if you are interested in being part of a global network, we have an incredible community at sevencontinentscouncil.com, where we hold events, programs, and many different initiatives that you can be involved in. Thank you and see you again soon.